Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Drew, and with me today is the other mailbag host. Oh man, this is amazing. It is Alex Wolf, Wack, and Marty Wilpon. What's up, guys? Yo. Hello. Normally we get introduced by one by one, so I was waiting for a personal introduction. Criticism begins. <laughs> right, there's no there's no personal introduction. Get the fuck out of here. You, you guys <laughs> are a you guys are a collective group and you will be represented. That way, in that case, I like if he would be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" We all just like close. <laughs> okay, peace. Listen, I would just do the mailbag by myself. That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. I could never, but I think you could pull it off. I would, just, yeah, I would just do the whole thing by myself and just be like, "All right, whatever happens, happens." That sounds like fun. I would like to see it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started, I do have to make an announcement that Strickland has Patreon. You can subscribe to it. There are a number of tiers. There's a $6 tier that comes with access to this pod right here, Pod Strickland, that I do every Friday with Prez. You also get access to the Strickland Discord, where the conversation never stops. It certainly hasn't stopped since, uh, God knows, maybe since it started. Uh, there are further tiers. There's a $9 tier that comes with access to Strick and Roll, my solo pod, where I rant and rave about the Knicks even more. But more importantly, you get access to wonderful weekly premium articles by the likes of Jack Huntley and Matthew Miranda, two of the best in the business. There are further tiers. There's a $15 tier, $30 tier, $50 tier, and $100 tier. Those come with a variety of additional benefits like listening in on pod recordings, live watch parties, merchandise discounts, and even potentially co-hosting a podcast alongside yours truly one day. Whether you choose to subscribe or not, none of this would be possible without you. All right, so today we are answering a bunch of questions that you guys submitted starting from yesterday. So that's when I am collecting these questions. So starting on, what's the 5th? Yeah, so September 5th until now. I got all the questions this time, hopefully. Because last time I forgot a bunch of questions. So that's just, just how I roll when I'm hosting the uh, show. It's just off the seat of your pants and you have no idea what to expect. So, but before we get into our questions, I have something to throw out there for you guys. Did you know that the uh, NFL season is about to begin? Did you guys know that? No. No? What? I have not drafted three fantasy football teams in the last five days. What is the NFL? Well, you know what? (laughs) Get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Guys, this is can't-miss. 
ju- bet just five bucks on any football game. So there could be any Jets game, any Giants game, any um, what's the Buffalo what's Bills the team? game? Schwinn's Buffalo favorite. Bills games. What's the uh, the new team in uh, Washington now? The Generals? Commanders. 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 Um, <laughs> the Washington Generals are the Globetrotters' foes. <laughs> uh, I mean, same difference then, right? Uh, on any football game, you get $200 in free bets instantly. Wait, really? So you want more action on opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotions. Guys, I am crushing reading this ad right now. This is absolutely amazing. Get up seven. You win. That's amazing, right? Seven. I don't even talk about touchdowns. Is that what they mean? Like, get up seven? Yes? No? Yeah, they mean up by seven points, period. Seven points. Okay, great. You win. Bet on any NFL game of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, I mean, any point, it could be the first minute, the second minute, the third minute, the fourth minute, you get paid instantly. Even if your team loses. So that's all you need. You just need to get to seven. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So this is the call to action section because it's highlighted specifically there, guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN. That's T as in Tommy, B as in beer, P as in penis, and N as in uh, New York to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, uh, minimum age, eligibility restrictions, all that stuff, and the anonymous gambler stuff. There you go. That's the ad read. So I got t- that Tommy, Tommy Beer Penis New York is your Yeah, Tommy Beer Penis New York. <laughs> I will remember that. You're never so, going to forget that one. Great so, mnemonic no. device, actually. Yeah. Well, except for the fact you're going to have a bunch of people putting in DTBPNY. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if that promo code works for you, that's even better. So there you go. Much, better, up- much better than Alex had that, by the way. True. Oh, was it? I liked, yeah. I liked Zach randomly in the middle, like incredulously going, yeah. like, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he goes, wait. And then one of you guys are like, two with something falling. And I'm like, this is, this is great. <laughs> Listen, that's a lot of free money that's all i'm saying that's a lot of free money it's a it's a lot of free money so all right guys we're getting into the questions i this is a random order that i put them in so our first question is from joe nix would you offer leon rose an extension no i mean like very brief explanation like i, I i'm not gonna give him like how much longer is his contract first off i feel like it's maybe yeah. like two years like, no, I wouldn't offer. Is it like extension. a five-year deal? I, yeah, I think he signed like a five. I feel like usually the Knicks sign guys to like five-year deals for front office and coaching. So that would put him on what year three. So he has like two more years left. No, I would make him serve the deal out and then extend him. Like in the final six months of the deal, this isn't a fucking player. Like you don't have to extend him now. No, absolutely not. I, I he still has work to do. Like and honestly, the Mitchell trade, I don't think he screwed up. But, like, you know, there's still work to be done. Like, don't – I don't think that he's accomplished anything just yet. So, I, I'm – it's still TBD. I'm not extending it yet. Yeah. What if What if the, the second part to that is if you do not offer him an extension right now, he will leave when his contract is up? 
<laughs> that's, then, I mean, that's fine. He can leave. Yeah, Why then I'd be it? like, stop having so much hubris. What the hell have you accomplished? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, this is just a hypothetical, guys. Right. And, we're yeah, and the God. answer to the hypothetical no, no, is... No, Leon Rose, it's God who says, Leon Rose will leave. That's when you say, all right, I'll take all your money and give it to Masai Ujiri. (laughs) Masai? There's no chance Masai Ujiri is going here. No fucking way. For half a billion dollars, he would. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, doctor. The answer, I I agree with Alex. Um, I would not offer an extension. And, you know, Alex, you pointed out that he didn't screw up the mental trade. It seems like from the reporting, he almost screwed up the mental trade. Yeah, by giving up too much. Right. (laughs) was saved from himself by Danny Ainge. So, like, you know, whatever. There's a lot of weird posturing going on through the media. So, I don't know what to believe. But until proven otherwise, I'm going to be suspicious that he was about to do this. And, like, if I'm getting real conspiracy-minded, it's probably Tibbs that was being like, give up anything you have to to get Mitchell. He's better than everyone I've ever seen because, you know, uh, he sucks on defense, even though I'm a defensive coach. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not upset with the job he's done, but I'm also not thrilled with the job he's done. So no extension right now. Yeah. I don't know if we're actually getting to a question related to this. So I'm just going to say it right here. I mean, he's on thin ice right now, man. He's on the hot seat. Like we ended the season really shitty, right? With Tibbs as the coach. Julius Randle as the terrible offensive option in anything. And the only thing that's changed from the end of the season till now is Alec Burks was replaced by Jalen Brunson. Like, that's the only thing that's happened so far this offseason. There's no, there's no draft they, and, pick to get excited to. Well, I was going to say, and they traded out of the draft to get draft picks that presumably were to land Donovan Mitchell, and then right. they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I believe... They haven't done any, like he hasn't done anything and he didn't address the two biggest issues still with the team is Tom Thibodeau and Julius Randle. So it's like, well, it, point guard was a bigger issue. No, it was Walmart not. Walmart. Absolutely not. Then Tibbs? No. And Randle? No, no. I, I agree with Drew. It's not, not bigger than those two. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you like, could have just played quickly there if you were a competent NBA. No, but, but quickly, as much as. I am team quickly in concept. He has not proven the ability to do that yet. Yes, he, he hasn't proven it. Because he doesn't get a chance to prove it, though. He did well, it this entire year in the limited control. minutes that he got. What well, the the man doesn't even was he shoot forty six percent from the field. I understand that it's reductive, but it also is is sort of the whole point. Did you just use field goal percentage to say that Emmanuel quickly shouldn't be the point guard of the New York Knicks? No, I used field goal the percentage to illustrate why he's not the starting point guard right now. That is a ridiculous argument. I don't think so. Can you name me a starting point guard who shoots under 40% from the field? 40% or under? Can you name can, one? Is there any? Can you, can you name more than five point guards that had a better impact when they were on the court this season than Emmanuel I mean, but in, I mean look, we, this is getting off topic, so I will just say No, this. it's staying on topic. The whole point is how positive <laughs> impact generate points and win the game. You do that when Emmanuel quickly is on the court. You don't Impact do it. metrics are influenced by the starters versus the bench. He is a bench player. If he played with Julius Randle, his numbers would be different. I don't think anyone would contest that. So I think they're pretty good. sure his numbers are still good even with Julius Randle. What, what? What was that? His numbers are still good with Julius Randle on the court. Okay, but those are not extended minutes. Everyone, that's not really the. We know the bench is known for coming out and obliterating teams, which is great. It's not a bad thing. 
but doing that with starters against starters is a different beast. All right, I'm just going to move on because I don't even want to argue with Wack anymore about this insane anti-Quickly slander. Actually, Wack, what was what was Quickly's PER? Or more importantly, what was his MSR this year? <laughs> yeah, what was his MSR? <laughs> uh, I was going to say plus minus. Uh, no, no, no. Real plus minus, but actually citing regular plus minus, uh, like Clyde is known to do. I love when Clyde does regular plus minus. Shout out to Clyde. I well, actually love it. Regular plus, plus minus, minus can be good sometimes. It can. All right, guys. We have a conspiracy theory as our next uh, question. Are you guys ready for it? Knowing who it came from, no. This, but, okay, this, go for this it. conspiracy theory is coming from Do That Doug. The front office artificially created a point guard need as an excuse to sign Jalen Brunson. How do you I'm feel gonna, about that? I'm going to say false. I don't think that's the case. That is a spectacular level of scheming. That is like scheming before they even empower. I don't even... I don't even believe they could convince Tibbs to do that. Well, Tibbs started. <laughs> Tibbs started Alec Burks for point guard for the for yeah, but the it, season. But isn't your point that he did that on purpose so they had an excuse to sign Jalen Brunson? Yes, that's that's do that Doug's point. Not <laughs> yeah, who is that? I wonder. Um, I, I what I'm saying is like I think if they told Tibbs you got to play Alec Burks at point guard, he'd be like, no, now I'm going to play quickly because you told me to play Alec Burks at point guard. Well, Tibbs is more – I feel like Tibbs does have some influence on the front office, and he is an extension of it. I mean, the fact that he still has a job kind of signifies that, like, he does have some, uh, you know, sway given how he coached last season. Like, he does have some input probably in some capacity. So the front office does include Tibbs in this case, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I I just think – I think if – I don't – that seems convoluted. I feel like they, they because of the inside track that they had on Brunson, which by the way was not tampering. It's literally just like his godfather or whatever runs the fucking Knicks. So of course they have the inside track on him. But like I think that was all it was. I don't think that they had to like. I think they could have started quickly all year and they still could have signed Brunson because Brunson would have been like, okay, I'm gonna go there. Like because I'm gonna take by far the most money. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Like, the Knicks paid him, like, $7 million more per season than Dallas was offering him. So, I don't know. It, it, I, don't, I don't think it, it's that deep. I think they offered more money and a chance to play with a bunch of people he's super familiar with he's known his whole life, including his dad. And that was all it was. All right. Moving on to the next question. This is from Fazzle. If the season goes well, how many wins? More importantly, if it goes poorly, how many wins... Uh, how many wins and how bad can we be? How bad do you think we could be? Hmm. Is it? Are we assuming to answer this question that the team is unchanged from now until you know, let's say at least the trade deadline? Sure. Well, let's operate under that assumption. We are going into the season as is right now. How well do you think it could go, and how poorly do you think it could go? Um. All right. I guess I'll start since I already asked the question. I. Maybe like 43, 44 wins in the absolute best case scenario. Um, just Randall is going to just drag the team down no matter, like, even if he plays a little better than last year, because I have no faith he'll ever get back to the way he was two years ago. And uh, poorly, I mean, like 30, if Tibbs just refused to recognize that Randall, you know, can't really be children a heavy load and, you know, Brunson isn't as good as we thought he was going to be. And, 
and people start getting hurt, et cetera, et cetera, like probably 30 wins or so. I think ceiling 47 wins. If everything breaks as best as it possibly can, if Brunson is awesome, if Randall suddenly is willing to defer a little bit, maybe be the role man in a pick and roll. What a fucking concept. Um, and then worst case scenario, unfortunately, I disagree, Matt. I think worst case scenario is like, again, like 37 wins. Like, I think last year, how could it have possibly been worse than last year? Like, how could it possibly be worse with signing Brunson now, who's like, definitely better than starting either the corpse of Kemba Walker or Alec Burks at point guard and then have them somehow end up worse. I just, I don't see it. I think oh, they counting injuries. Cause that would be it. I mean, yeah, yeah it would have to be like tons of injuries. Yeah. If we're assuming everybody stays healthy too, which cause like you can't predict injuries. Like, yeah, of course, if like three guys tear their ACLs, they could go 20 wins or something, but. I just don't see any way. I mean, also, if they would do worse than last year and they had Brunson, I'd be like, damn, well, I guess Danny Angel's right. The young core is worthless. Like, <laughs> RJ Barrett's not worth that contract. Like, quickly and Toppin probably don't deserve to get paid. Like, that oh, would just God. mean that a lot of people are undeserving of even being on an NBA roster. Well, we might, we might not know because Tibbs might just, like, refuse to play those guys again. Yeah, so, like, if we're assuming as is, like, just even la- last year was – 37 to 45 if you adjust for the you know the uh the Pythagorean thing on like basketball reference with the, the, the point differential 41 and 41 that's I think that's it I think that's what we're entering this season as it's going to be between 37 and 41 wins and it's going to suck because Randall and Tibbs are going to ruin anything like any sort of impact Brunson's going to have it probably will make up for the fact well like we'll be that 41 and 41 type of thing right like that's probably where they're going to be because they did that in spite of Randall and Tibbs so like there is some talent on this team I think it's just going to be a repeat of last season until Randall at least at minimum Randall is off the team I just I don't see how it could be anything better than a 500 win season this year I think Randall's not bad 500 win season (laughs) yeah I know know you misspoke but I love that So that's that's where I am with that. I just I don't I have like zero optimism going into the season right now. Like it's it's going to be a shit season because Randall and Tips are still here, and as of right now, like Emmanuel quickly doesn't have a role, and Obi Toppin doesn't really have a role. Right? Like we're we're still back <laughs> to where we were last year, except Jalen Brunson starting instead of Alec Burke. Like Rose is still on the team. He's going to get minutes if he's healthy over quickly. So like he probably needs to get gone too. So. Like the the roster is a complete mess, mainly because there's like a few guys that still are on it for whatever reason. Like it's it's going to be a disaster season, I think. I think that's dramatic. A disaster season it hasn't even started. We don't know that. Yeah, and you don't know that's going to be good either. That's why no, I'm answering but, the but, question, Wag. That's the whole point of the mailbag. We Drew is being so hostile today. Yeah, no, like, I, I mean, look, the question, if you want to talk about the question, the question is how many wins or losses, not are we 100% sure that this season is going to be dog shit, which is fine. I, I understand. You are so lucky I don't have admin uh, privilege to mute you right now. You're so lucky because I would just mute you right now to go into the next question. Okay, I mean, Zach, I, here's I here's the thing, buddy. You should just kill yourself. It's really, <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be that serious. It'll probably have good moments and bad moments, just like every season. 
Yeah. I, I'm just kidding, by the way. If anybody's dealing with any thoughts like that, call the <laughs> National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Yeah, definitely get ahead. Get ahead yes. Yes. Let's actually ahead. just um, cut that joke, maybe, because I think it's not a good idea. No, we'll leave it. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I, I followed it immediately up with the proper response. It was just a, you know, an extreme version yeah. of yeah, what Margaret, Drew was basically telling us everything. <laughs> exactly. How many wins do you think the Knicks are going to have in the best case scenario? For the best case scenario, you know, like maybe forty-five. I think that was what you guys said was right. They're not. They're not going to be. They're not going to be the five above five hundred team. No. Damn, like, Drew. Best case scenario? Yeah. We just best case scenario. Your best case scenario, like Randall, is going to be shit. Like that is a constant. But we it saw Randall constant. be good on good enough on certain teams where he can be a plus. To what degree, TBD? But we're saying best case scenario, and in that yeah. scenario, we've seen it before. Well, the okay, in the best case scenario, that means Randall is off the team, and then we're talking like fifty wins. Well, no, because I think if we're assuming it's the same team to start the season, that like right. best case scenario, Randall's Randall is awful. Traded, and the best case scenario is forty. Randall's, wins. but if Randall's traded at the trade deadline, they can make up some wins on the back end. That's true. They could go like seventeen and zero. So <laughs> okay. There are more than 17 games after the trade deadline. How many games are there after the trade deadline? Like 30? 30? They could can, they can go 30 and 0 if that's the case. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Next question is from Jax365 Eeyore, but happy. Given the issues in AEW, have you ever worked yourself into a shoot at your job, brother? I, I have no idea what the hell that's I about. understand this question. and I It's can, about wrestling, and that's all I know. I know. I watch AEW like mad. There's a lot of shit going on in AEW right now. Do you want um, to elaborate? Yeah, so so what working and shooting is, so a work in wrestling is a storyline. Uh, a shoot is when you go like off script and like legitimately trash somebody like on a live mic. Um, so basically what happened is after the pay-per-view the other day, AEW, for whatever reason has their wrestlers do fucking press conferences, like they're pro athletes or something, like after it's done, <laughs> even though it's all scripted. Like, I enjoy the product, but even I think that's fucking stupid um, because it just opens it up like all these like dirt sheet fucking wrestling journalists that are writing about the behind the scenes shit then are like coming in under the guise of wanting to talk about the scripted match and then being like, well, like, you know, what the fuck is going on with you and so-and-so in the back room, you know, like, like we hear that you guys have locker room heat or whatever. Um so like the one the guy who's like the champion there like went off on these other wrestlers that are actually like part owners of AEW uh and was like they're fucking brainless idiots and like they all suck. Um so uh, what Jax is asking is have I ever done that in my life or have any of us ever done that? So I guess I guess the the question here would be like worked yourself into a shoot. So like have you ever like like had shit happen at your job that then made you explode and go off on people in a personal manner? No, I have never done that to anyone at work. I'm famously easy to work with usually. Um, or I guess you guys could attest to that if not the case, but um, I, I tend to bend over backwards to not get into confrontations with people. So I've never worked myself into a shoot brother. I hate wrestling. This is stupid. I'm not answering the question. <laughs> I do not agree more. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that someone was here to answer Jax's question. Yes, Alex, I'm happy and I'm actually interested in this. I, I don't think I've ever done that. You used to watch wrestling, didn't you? Back in the like, I did. Attitude used, era? Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I definitely. I I was a big wrestling fan, so I just didn't know what the specific terminology is. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, yeah. AEW is doing some wild, like, like, eh, like twenty twenty two attitude era type shit now, where everything seems a little seems like pretty fucking uh, testy all the time. It's kind of fun. Although apparently well, there's legitimate backstage shit going on too. So. Oh wow! Well, he has yeah. a follow up that's probably about some backstage stuff. He's like, "Do you think Randall worked himself into a shoot last season, brother?" Uh, yeah, Randall definitely worked himself into a shoot. Yeah, last I would season. say I would, <laughs> I would definitely say so. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Randall was was straight up CM Punk last year, except for not as talented. <laughs> yeah, he's nowhere near as good as CM Punk. Like nowhere near. Do you actually know CM Punk? Yes, I do know CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk's pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, there, there are some, like, I still know a couple things, but like, yeah. yeah, no, Randall's nowhere near that. Randall would be like, um, uh, was it from the Too Cool, not Scotty Too Hotty, was it Grandmaster? Oh, Grandmaster Sexay. Yeah, that's, that's wow. Randall, but like, Grandmaster, <laughs> like, lame, right? Like, that's what he is. Grandmaster <laughs> lame-ass? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he fucking sucks. Oh, man. So, Cooney's asks us, left or right, which testicle are you willing to sacrifice to move Randall? I'm cutting both off. Let's go. Get him out of here. Anything. Does it is there a demonstrable difference between your left and right testicle? Like like Well one's bigger. Tell me, Alex. I don't I've never touched your testicles, buddy. (laughs) No, I just mean like left brain, right brain. Like, is there anything that goes into which testicle? Yeah, your your left testicle is your is your logic testicle and your right (laughs) testicle. What are you talking about? Interesting. (laughs) Hey, I mean, they say that you think with, you know, your balls sometimes, so maybe that's the case. Wait, can we go back to Drew willing to uh, apparently castrate himself? (laughs) I don't get rid of Randall. I'm fine with that, man. Listen, blanks. We're all good, baby. We're not talking. We're not talking vasectomy either. It's not just a crimp in the hose. There, they're off. You're gonna be full on. Like, your do you have any male cats? No, I only have two uh, two female cats. Okay, well, I have two male cats, and like one right now, he's he's not snipped yet. It's gonna be like a little deflated balloon in a few weeks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're dealing with the rest of your life. Oh Jesus! I'm, I'm doing it. I don't care. <laughs> Wow. I would take my left because I'm a righty, so I don't know. I guess that's. I I'm I'm sorry. I don't. I want to keep my testicles. Yeah, I like my testicles where they are, and I don't care enough. I assume this was a gun to your head scenario, not a Why you have a choice. One day yeah, no, sorry, you can't just make this a gun to your head scenario. It's not that. Well, now it is. It's a gun to your head scenario. Which one? Do you I'm dying. <laughs> it's a lot of choose. No, but that changes the question. So then Randall is moving either way, and I have to cut off a nut to survive. Yes. Okay. So then, yes, obviously, I'm going left. Off of my right, my natural hand. I don't. I guess I don't think. Where are you right as anything to do with? Yeah, I can't, both of you are making this about your handedness. Oh, it's very no, weird. It's writing. It's about the natural instinct to fondle with my right hand, and if my, you know, my left ball is still there, then I kind of have to reach a little further. And it's like, oh, wow, wait, what are you talking about fondling? Do you? What are you talking about? Talking about fondling my own nuts. That's what I'm. You talking. do that? Yeah. Who do, are you telling me? You don't just absentmindedly have your hand on your ball sometimes? No. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, Alex, you're the weird one here. Yeah, no, Alex, yeah, yeah, Alex is the weird one here. I, I don't know. I feel like I've never really done that. Like, I do remember, like, my one roommate in college used to always just, like, walk around the house with his hand down his pants, like, He's all normal. the time. 
he's normal. I don't do that. I don't know. I just I guess well, there's well, no fondlers and there's not. But like you definitely touch. Like everyone does. I mean, yeah. I've touched them, but I'm not like like jostling them. Jostling. <laughs> Zach is thinking about like to fucking going to town on him. <laughs> In one hand, just juggling balls. Testicular torsion. Don't know shit about that. <laughs> oh my god, Drew, read the next question, please. Drew, is your is your mailbag always the XXX mailbag, or are we just oh, doing yeah, this because we're only guesting here? I, no, I can't it's one hundred percent. This is this is what we do. Well, last time I had Stink and Dallas on, so Dallas is usually like rated G. But uh, Stink, though, is, you know... Pushing him over the edge. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Did he pull Dallas into the muck with him? I didn't listen. We're going to not be able to have a Patreon preview for this episode because it's going to be all too too rated R. This is going to pull everybody into the Patreon preview. Pretty much. Oh, my God. 500 new subscribers. Oh, man. (laughs) Next question comes from Franklin Chubb. Which of the Strickland crew would most likely to accept the job on ESPN and completely shamelessly sell out as a Perkins, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman-style commentator? Oh, oh, do do. Or Thank you, Doug, honestly. Yeah. There's 100%. I will sell out. And it, I- is, it is Drew. It is so true. <laughs> I'm going to say Drew or Alex. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Alex, you earned it. I, I would not even look down on it, but I could see it. Yeah, I would I sell out. I'm, I'm selling out 100. How much money? How much money does Stephen A. make? He makes like uh, eight million a year. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Honestly, the real question is: Would Schwinn do it? Schwinn would too, dude. Eight million a year would make. He, I think he out. would. I think he would, but he would definitely like hem and haw about it a lot because he just hates the establishment. Yeah, but we like we're also there's like an awareness even from like all of us. We're just like it's so much money. Of course, we're going yeah. to do it, and everyone would understand why. All right, let's even say that they're signing you to like. Like an intro level rich man's contract. Let's say it's like two hundred grand a year. Would you sell out your entire fucking everything for two hundred grand? Yeah, that's a fuckload of money. I know. That's what I. To me, I would still do it. Well, if <laughs> I think, any of you do not sell out, I would judge you. Yeah, like I'm still having to do it. Like two hundred thousand is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's. What's the threshold? Where would you say no? I'm not selling myself out for that amount. Like year. a normal salary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, it'd be a normal salary because like I'm currently already making that, and I can do this for yeah. It would it would have to be, I would it would have to be it would have, it would have to be double double my market. current. Um, I think Reese about to flex on us, and then he thought better. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where I would draw the line. Um, I would put it at like seventy five thousand dollars. To be completely <laughs> honest, <laughs> Dude, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Of yeah. course. I mean, that's a comfortable salary, and I just get to bullshit and like, pontificate all day. It's also an easier job than my current one, which is why I'm debating if I would, like, yes, it's easier. You don't do it for... Dude, do you think, like, Stephen A. and Kellerman, like, prepare? <laughs> I think I think Kellerman prepares because he's a loser. And okay, so if he prepares, he does a really bad job. Yeah, well, that's besides his point. But Stephen A. Smith definitely does not prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah Stephen A is off the cuff all day. You know what? He well, like you would definitely do a like uh, like a long form article where he talks about all his prep, and it's all just like he doesn't actually do it, but he like thinks that he does because he's convinced himself that he does. Oh yeah, he totally thinks he does prep, but he doesn't yeah. do any. I think he, he just works prep. a lot. Yeah, he's just on camera all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, I don't think it's necessarily prep. He's just like busy all the time. I guess that's not worth it. I, okay, here's the, the question though. That's a level below the Skip Bayless selling out because if you're Skip Bayless selling out, which is not part of this question, but so it's a new level because Skip Bayless also like 
tweets embarrassing shit all the time and just constantly gets dunked on. So would you need a little <laughs> more money to go to Skip Bayless's level? Arguably, Skip Bayless's level is even better because you're yeah, just I would say I would rather be Skip Bayless. Yeah, you're you're just like that is just peak like. I mean, it's ba- he's basically a wrestler, right? He's a huge <laughs> kind of is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like that's he's always, fun. He's always cutting promos on LeBron. Yeah, it's, it's the funniest thing. Like he's he's insane. Of course, I'm doing that. What's he making at Fox? Like probably like well, let me look. Probably like five to ten million. Yeah, someone I mean, yeah. who has a less loud keyboard than me. <laughs> I'm wow. actually, I actually right. think, I so, mean... Oh, my God. What? Oh, you got a number? Oh, wait, sorry, I misread. It's $8 million a year, but I thought it was $32 million a year because it's a four year thirty two million dollars contract. And I was like, whoa! Not that eight million is still not a ton, but... You and Stephen A, like, for years, have, like, set the market for one another since they split up. Wow. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. both keep going up and up and up because they keep forcing ESPN and fucking Fox to pay them more money. Well, yeah, because apparently in this article that I just skimmed through, he almost went back to ESPN before he signed this contract because they, like, offered him a shit ton of money and Fox Sports had to offer him $8 million to beat it. No, yeah, those two have created, like, the greatest market of all time for themselves. Like, by mm-hmm. splitting up, everybody wants to see them back together eventually. So, like, they've created yeah. this giant bidding war. As long as they stay separate, they can make Fox and ESPN pay them literally whatever the fuck they want. So it's pretty awesome <laughs> for them. I mean, not for everybody else, I guess. I mean, it's kind of fun. I still, you know, they're, I like the insane takes. Like, I think a, a question would be, how many people do you think take these guys seriously? That would be a more interesting thing. A lot of people. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so we're so we're basically more of like the minority who are just like, well, this is hilarious. It's like we're, yeah. okay, if we want to use the professional wrestling uh, analogy again, like, Stephen A and and uh, actually it's really funny. Stephen A and Skip are sports entertainers, and they are like putting on a character that, like, probably eighty to ninety percent of the people that watch their product don't realize that it's, it's not real. Yeah, and the other people are like the uh, the the internet nerds like me that go online and like read wrestling news and shit. And are like, no, they're full of shit. Like, there's no way that's actually what they think. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you don't have any real proof because you don't see the staff meetings or whatever. But you're like, nobody could be that insane. He's definitely just doing this for engagement because I understand the business. Like, He probably has convinced himself of at least some of his positions at this point. I feel like well, for his LeBron a. one, you kind of have to yeah. at this point. Yeah, like LeBron definitely. I mean, he just actually hates LeBron now. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely. Which I think he's, he's jumped over into the, like, fantasies become reality at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the next question. This is from Ronnie from Hell's Kitchen. Taking a look at the current NBA championship odds, which home run swing do you like the most? Guess we got to look up the NBA championship odds. Yeah, so I'm looking at the uh, the odds I went on. I went on Vegas Insider, and I don't understand any of this stuff. So I'm going to say you should go on uh, DraftKings. Damn it! Yeah, come um, on, yeah, what are you doing? Guys, go to DraftKings and use promo code TBPN. Yes, I don't think you use that. Tommy Beer Penis New York. And you yeah, can, uh, Tommy Beer Penis New York to uh, get your $5 to win 200 Restrictions, <laughs> restrictions may apply. Um, it says the Miami Heat have plus 1800 I think I would take that. That seems like um, For the record, DraftKings actually doesn't have championship odds. <laughs> yes, they do, you idiot. Go on. Yeah, you have to click on futures, dum dum. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Anyway, tell me you don't bet. Well, you know what? You don't. So bet. I don't. Minnesota, I, I've never bet on anything in my life. Minnesota oh my is at like 
between, it looks like, anywhere between, like, plus 3,300 and plus 3,500. If they actually work out, those actually would be a good home run mm. swing for the uh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, so I think over 1,000 means a long shot. Yeah, fairly. Yeah, I like I like Denver plus nineteen hundred. Ooh, that's a good one. Denver's yeah. a good one. I was thinking about picking them. Oh. Um, I like. Yeah, but he said he said like a home run thing. So like, I would do Minnesota plus like nineteen hundred is pretty good. Like, I mean, if you play, right, so if we're, if we're having to go over like plus three thousand to call it a home run, um, I'm going to take the Cavs. I was going to say Cavs. If you log on to DraftKings dot com right now. <laughs> <laughs> and place a ten dollar bet on the Denver Nuggets. You could win two hundred dollars if they win the NBA championship. That's a pretty good, pretty good return on investment. What's the? Uh, could you do that for the uh, Timberwolves? Yeah, sure I can. Sure I can. I could do anything on DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Ten dollars on the Timberwolves wins you three hundred ten US there dollars. There you go. Definitely doing that. I'm not taking the Cavs. The Cavs are going to suck this year. Mark it down right here on the mail. I actually, they're not going to suck. No, I actually, I might legitimately put down a bet on the Cavs at plus thirty five hundred. I yeah, I mean, that. ten dollars to win three fifty, right? That's pretty. No, couple injuries. No, no team with two guards that are tinier than me. Yeah, but they have Jared Allen me. and Evan Mobley to clean up for them. I, it, I honestly, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. I think like they're Evan, gets hurt, Evan Mobley has to be Tim Duncan next year in order for that to work, and he could be. <laughs> He's that good. <laughs> I mean, look, I I have faith in Mobley too. I just I'm currently right now trying to do some Donovan Mitchell slander, and you're just kind of ruining it. So, can you can you help out a little bit? No, no. Okay. You know, you know the Cavs need final piece for their championship run. Frank Julius Randall. Julius Randall. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> Julius Randall for Evan Mobley. Who says no? Definitely. Probably not. Yeah, They're trying to build a title contender, aren't they? Wait, I Hibbs. Mean, Tibbs. Tibbs says no. <laughs> exactly. Like, who are you is, kidding me? Who is, the like, worst, who is the worst young player that Tibbs would trade Randall for? The worst? Yeah. Oh, They've got to be pretty good because Tibbs is a lunatic. Yeah. I mean. It might yeah. literally be Evan Mobley. Yeah. Or like yeah, Jalen Green, I, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Jalen Green would be a Tibbs guy. No, like, you would have to pick, like, someone who is absolutely not. Like in the market, it would be like Kate, right? Like it would be something insane like that. Yeah, like a like an actual franchise cornerstone, and Tibbs would still be like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't know. know about that." Yeah. Like, I, don't think would, I don't think now this guy is that young anymore, but I don't think he'd trade him for like SGA, for example, because he'd be like, "Oh, he's a point guard. I don't know if I can trust him." I think he would trade him for SGA because no, of the Kentucky know. connection. No, I don't think he would. I think the Kentucky connection would do it. I think I think Tibbs would be like, "What has he done in the playoffs?" <laughs> And then someone could feel that same question about Randall. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's going to be Tibbs' logic, right? He's like, and actually, SGA has done way more in the playoffs. Wasn't he like really good when the Thunder were in the playoffs? Yeah, he, he was great. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing is, Tibbs is just lying to himself about all this. So it doesn't yeah, really but, yeah like what are we talking? Like it's Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. All right. Next question. Is anyway, use Frank promo code Tommy Beer Penis New York on make some futures bets. Yeah, so Franklin Chubb asks, who is better, Chris Giles or Charlie Ward? Which would you prefer on this team? I'm not going to pretend like I watched the other uh, day. Yeah, I didn't watch those teams. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say um, Charlie Ward because he won a Heisman. I think Charlie Ward, too. I think Charlie Ward was the better player. Chris Childs was, like, more 
like he was kind of like fundamentally sound and whatever, and like just like a tough dude. I I don't know. I guess that would be good for like you could actually. You know what? I'm gonna say Chris Childs because you could justifiably put him behind quickly just on pure talent, and then just be like he's like a good veteran leader. He will punch somebody in the face if they're a jerk. He's not like a fake tough guy. He punched Kobe Bryant in the face. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll go Chris Childs even though Isn't I think he Charles, huh? Isn't he an anti semite? Charlie Ward? No, Chris Childs. Chris Childs. Oh, I don't know. I think I, he is. All right. Well, if we're he is, our, then I would say stats, Charlie we're Ward. We're going to have our stats people look that up for us. I'm looking. I, I, I really anti Semitic comments for 36 on him. I really hope I'm not slandering him by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. Who, who is the anti semite? Oh, no. You're thinking Tim of Tim Hardaway? Uh, you're thinking of. No. No. Oh, no. Tim Hardaway's homophobic. I know who you're thinking about when I'm bringing Oh, it was Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward's the anti semite Yeah, Charlie Ward's the anti semite <laughs> Well, then I made the right choice to begin with. It was perfect. Yeah. Well, I really yeah, wanted to call you an anti semite Damn. <laughs>